Welcome to Your Bookkeeping Matters. I'm your host, Lisa Turner, a professional bookkeeper, registered bus agent, and your small business cheerleader and mentor. I'm also a wife and mum to two little people. This podcast is for small business owners who want to manage their numbers the right way. It will be short and sweet episodes each week on business and bookkeeping matters in an easy to understand way with real quick tips or changes you can put in place having a huge positive impact at the same time up-leveling yourself so you can be in control and confident that you know your bookkeeping matters. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hello to you and welcome to a special episode of Your Bookkeeping Matters where I am chatting with a very special guest. This season is all about when your business is not so new and the next things that you can do to get unstuck and up-level yourself, your business, and of course, your finances. So of course, I had to have someone on to talk all things digital marketing with me. And who better than Maddie Avery from Birdcage Marketing, which is her own small business digital marketing agency. A little disclaimer, Maddie works with me and we go way back. She is an OG client from when I very first started my bookkeeping practice. So we've known each other since early 2017. The universe connected us in a Facebook group when we were looking for guest bloggers and found each other. And I've watched Maddie grow from a sole trader to an agency with more than 10 employees. So believe me when I say Maddie has done the hard yards, had some really big ups and really big downs, but has one of the biggest hearts I know and genuinely wants to help other small businesses use their marketing to grow their business in a way that feels good and is aligned with their purpose. So why is Maddie in marketing and why does she do what she does? Well, in her own words, she's a self-confessed businessaholic with a bundle of qualifications and still going and more than 10 years experience in other agencies before she went out and started her own business. Maddie shares with us some of the mistakes that most small business owners make so you can avoid them and save yourself some money. We go ahead and bust some marketing myths and talk about how marketing is key to your business's success, but how to do that in a way that works for you. So hello and welcome to you, Maddie. Thank you so much for being one of my very first guests here on the show. When I was planning this season, I knew I had to have you on with your journey, your story, and your way of doing things is just so unique, and I really love that. And what I want to know, first up, being the marketing guru that you are, what is the very first marketing thing or step that small business owners should do, but you see it missed all the time? That is a brand strategy, Lisa. So tell us more about a brand strategy and why that's so important. I like to call it the roadmap. So imagine that you're driving in unknown territory and you don't know the area, you don't have the GPS on your phone and you haven't mapped out the route in like a map, a hard copy map. You're just going to be driving around in circles, probably going the wrong way, wasting money on fuel, wasting time. It's kind of the same thing with a brand strategy. The brand strategy literally tells you where you're meant to be and how you're meant to show up so that every message you put out on your 
channels, whether that's email, ads, organic socials, website, whatever it is, you have a consistent message the entire way through. And so people start to really develop a relationship with your brand. That's amazing. And that kind of leads into the next part of that, how or why that hurts them financially by skipping that brand strategy. And you've kind of touched on it by saying, you know, wasting fuel and things. Is that one of the main things that is an issue skipping it? One of the biggest components of the brand strategy is actually your audience strategy. So when we do our brand strategies, it's part of a larger brand Bible. And we look at who you're like up to three target audiences, who your ideal customers are, what their pain points are, and then how your business actually supports those pain points. So the transformation that you offer. If you don't know that, you can't put out effective marketing messages. Even your logo is influenced by that because everything you do needs to come back to who your target audience is. And if you don't know who that is, you've got no guidelines around what your brand should look and feel like. And so what usually happens is people launch without a brand strategy. They kind of guess who their audiences are or they talk too broadly to too many people and it just doesn't land. And then a year later or two years later, they've had opportunity costs because they haven't gotten the sales. They've built a website which doesn't feel aligned with their target audiences or their entire branding is just off. That all needs to be redone just because they skipped the brand strategy step in the beginning. So it could cost them building the wrong website, the wrong um, colours, the wrong logo, attracting the wrong people that they don't want to work with or that don't want to buy from them. There's so many things that can cost them. So it's huge to skip that brand strategy then by the sound of it. And I think actually the biggest thing that is it's more intangible. It is the opportunity cost that you lose. So what that is, is, I mean, you can probably explain it better, but it's literally this, the sales that you didn't make because of a particular thing. And yes, like it costs more money to redo your website, redo um, your logo, your packaging, whatever it might be. But I see the biggest loss is the money that you didn't make because you weren't using the right strategy in the first place. For those that don't really know what a brand strategy is, what are like the key components of it? Just basically a framework. So a brand strategy in its simplest form includes uh, your target audiences and then we work up the brand pyramid. So your brand features and benefits, your brand personality, brand values, brand vision, mission statements, and then your key, like three to five key messages about your brand. It can also include a brand aesthetics page, which is kind of like a mood board. That is where our brand strategies always started. And in our app, that is the training that we give so that people start with the essentials. But our brand strategies have evolved into an entire brand Bible, which now also includes tone of voice, like down to the emojis that your brand should be using in social media posts and emails, as well as like a bit of a a visual style guide as well. So direction on what type of photography to use, what type of colors and yeah, all of those things. And the kind of photos and the places and everything. It, I love that you guys do that. And I so wish I had done one back in the start and I wouldn't have had to rebrand and new websites and everything. But it's one of those learning lessons, I guess. You don't know what you don't know and you just dive in and do all the things. And I love that you talk about it includes the logo because I hate, and I'm sure you do, when I see on social media people going, can someone make me a logo? Like it's more than that. It's the same with websites. It's the same with social media. Anyone can make something that looks pretty, but 
if it's lacking any substance behind it. Like I always say our marketing is beauty and brains. Whereas if you're just sort of going with a social media marketer who's just was an influencer and now decided to make a few bucks running other people's accounts, they tend to be lacking a lot of that strategy, which is actually what gets you the results. A lot of the bulk, a lot of the background, a lot of the other things that all tie it together beautifully for your customers. Yes. It's the feeling that your brand gives. It's how your brand makes other people feel. That is what gets established in your brand strategy. And that's actually what sells your business. So it's a perfect foundation. So I'm glad that's what you have explained here today. But now that we know that, can you please share with me uh, some of the things that you have done differently as compared to traditionally and how you've put that into place in your own business marketing and the way that flows through to what you do for your clients to help you grow your numbers and your business, because that's what this is all about. How is this marketing helping grow your numbers and your business? Because I know the universe plays a really huge part in all of this for you. And you've had some really big ups and downs and changes. 2022 has been an especially challenging year. I think it has been a challenging year for all small businesses. And that just has a flow and effect to us as the agency because rightly or wrongly, when a brand is experiencing less than ideal sales, usually marketing is the first thing they cut because they don't see it as an essential. There is literally the Henry Ford quote, cutting your marketing to save money is like stopping your watch to save time. It it doesn't make any sense. If anything, if your financials and your sales aren't where you want them to be, number one, make sure you have a good bookkeeper on your side. But number two, you need to be doubling down on your marketing. And actually, that's what we have done in this business. So prior to literally a few months ago, we didn't have our own marketing strategy in place. We had a solid brand strategy always, and we update that at least every 12 months, if not more frequently. But until the last few months, we weren't doing regular blogging, regular emails, any of that kind of stuff. The social media was kind of just ad hoc. And in order for us to continue to attract the clients that we want, we had to make sure that we were showing up consistently so that we can develop the relationship with our audiences before they even get onto the sales calls with us. So we want our customers to already want to work with us before they even speak to us. And that call is really just a confirmation that yes, I'm ready to go. So with regards to pivoting to adjust to market requirements and market requests, and also talking about like the difference between the traditional marketing agency versus whatever the hell we have created now, we were listening to our clients. We were listening to our customers. We were listening to our numbers as well. So what I like to do is look at our sales and see what's coming in, what's going out, where are we not retaining clients, where are we retaining clients really well, where are we profitable, where are we having problems, and just lean into the spots that are actually working for the business you don't have to start your business with a particular service or product and then keep that product forever. Really, your starting point is just that. It's just a starting point and you really just need to adapt and pivot as the market shapes your brand. What we have done is actually thrown the traditional agency model out the door, which is like what they had in Mad Men, which is in the 1960s where there was account management, the deliverables team, and then there was the client. And there's a very much us versus them, like, brand versus agency kind of mentality. We've actually completely done away with that. And now we're bringing our clients into our agency, essentially. We're teaching them everything that we know so that they can self-implement 
all of the marketing tactics and and strategies that we use for our bigger clients, they can do that in their business themselves. That benefits our clients by not only saving them money because they're not having to completely outsource, but it creates more authentic marketing content. So your customers are now demanding that your marketing is coming from you. They're seeing it behind the scenes in your business more than ever. An agency can't do that for you. You need to do that yourself, but you need to do it in a way that is strategically sound. So the biggest advice I can give is make sure you engage a professional to help you with your strategies, and then you can go on to self-execute as long as you are being held accountable and as long as you're following your strategy. So what I'm hearing from that is always review your brand strategy and make sure it's still working for you and your business and what you want to achieve and how you feel about everything and change it as you need to. It's not static. You can always change your business because it's yours, but you still always need to go back to it and keep reviewing the marketing else how will your business grow? So is that the kind of message that you're saying in terms of how to do it in a way that's right for you? Yeah, I would say that like your brand strategy should remain quite consistent, but your, I mean, I'm not a product or service development specialist, but I believe that what you're offering your market, that should be pivoting in order to adjust to what your market is telling you, get the feedback and adjust accordingly. That's how the best businesses succeed. Great. So just always be changing and not stuck. It's not a static thing, what you do or how you share it with people. Yeah. And again, like back to the universe, see what flows. If things aren't flowing, there's a reason. And a quote I like is see rejection as redirection. So if you're trying to launch a product or a service and it's just not hitting home, either like trying to optimize how you're talking about that product. But if it's just not working, what other avenue are you getting funneled into that's actually going to be the one that will win for you? I love that rejection is a redirection. I'm going to use that. So as with every industry though, as you've touched on a couple of times, there's a a lot of real cowboys and myths out there, people doing hit and miss things, not doing things in the best interest of the clients. Tell me some of the marketing myths or issues out there, some one or two of the biggest ones that would help us small business owners like myself to have a better chance of growing our business or not totally waste money doing it the wrong way. For sure. I always say marketing, digital marketing is cowboy country. There's no regulations. There's no like a credit, like I've got two university degrees and counting, but I don't need that to do what I do. And to be quite honest, most of what I do, I didn't learn at uni. I learned on the job or I developed it myself. The difference between me though, and someone, as I said, who might've been a little social media babe and decided that she's going to make some spare cash building websites or running social campaigns, I have the understanding of the strategic backbone that you need in order to underpin all of your marketing as opposed to just creating pretty pictures. So the things that I would always look out for, I think time in the industry is super important. The reason why is because we have seen so many changes over the last like seven years that we've been in business and I'm starting to really see a theme behind what sticks and what doesn't. And more so, I'm able to work out how to fix things when campaigns aren't going to plan. And that's something that people that don't have experience don't know how to do. They might be able to set up a Facebook ads campaign for you, but they don't know how to fix it if it's not working. And that's the difference. The other thing I would say is 
get yourself educated. I can't believe how many prospective clients come to me telling me that their SEO person is doing all this stuff to their website when I actually go in and have a look. Nothing has been done. They're literally just paying 2000 bucks a month for nothing to happen. And it's purely because small business owners like are generally not educated in the technical details of digital marketing. And so a lot of agencies can just pull the wool over their eyes and just say that they're doing all these things and skew the metrics so it looks like they're actually doing their job when they're really not. If you can get educated from the very beginning of your business around how digital marketing works, you don't have to get too technical, but just the, the main principles, the main strategies behind it, you will say you could save yourself tens of thousands of dollars from being ripped off by agencies that don't have your best interests at heart because you'll be able to pull them up and know exactly what's happening. Great. So you don't need to know the details. Just make sure you have some clear goals in mind and have them show you how they're doing them and have an overview of the actual thing they're asking to do. Definitely. The other thing I'd say is avoid offshore providers at all costs and avoid agencies that use offshore providers. So all of our team are based here in Australia and that is on purpose. We have trialed offshore providers once upon a time and it just does not work. Okay, there's some really great tips for people to keep an eye out on and know how to get better value for what they're doing with tips. I'm sure you've got loads. What's your favorite marketing hack or tip that can really make a big difference to your finances and sales and numbers? First of all, send your email marketing newsletters. (laughs) Actually send them. That is probably the quickest, most instant way you could boost your sales. Second is a little bit more of a kind of technical tip, but it's something that I really love. So this is for those of you who are running meta ads, so Facebook and Instagram ads, but let's just say there's a dream client that we want to work with. We will go and DM them, interact with them through DM. And even if they say, no, sorry, I'm not interested right now, we can then retarget them using meta ads. So there is an audience that you can target, which is like direct messages over the past 365 days or something like that. And your ad will be shown purely to the people that you've had a DM conversation with. So even if they say no to you the first time, we know it takes seven touch points usually to convert someone. You can keep showing up through retargeting ads and eventually you can win them over, maybe getting them to sign up to a lead magnet or to get them on your email list or maybe attend like a free webinar. It's kind of like, yeah, a little secret way to just stay top of mind with the brands that you want to stay top of mind with or the people you want to stay top of mind with. That's an amazing tip. Email people and DM them, stay front of mind. And then when they are ready to switch or buy, they're going to think of you first. Also, go on TikTok, like get on TikTok. (laughs) I really have to say the way that TikTok has been working for us is that like our business development team will be Instagram DMing brands, engaging with them authentically, legitimately saying how much we love their brand and we love or interacting with their content. Like we're not selling them anything. We're just engaging and just kind of saying, hey, we exist. But then this brand will be on TikTok and they'll see me on TikTok spewing my marketing stuff. They'll put two and two together and go, hold on a minute. They just DM'd me. Then all of a sudden you are like very noticeable and very important to them. They do more research about you and hopefully they become a lead or a customer. Great. They're such easy tips for people to do. I want you to share 
a little bit more about something really unique that you've created, and that is the Birdcage Vault that you mentioned earlier. Can you tell me a little bit about that and where to find it? Yes. So we made an app. Amazing. Basically, the way it developed is when we sort of switched gears a few months ago, where we really wanted to focus on being really open and transparent about the strategies we use and the tools we use so that small businesses can self-implement, we realized that there are a lot of small businesses who aren't yet ready to engage with us through our mentorship program, even though that alone is quite an entry-level program. They still want to stay with like the really, really low-cost training options. And I prefer to give some training information rather than none to the people that can't, like, aren't at the stage to come on board as a full As a done for you. So we started developing training materials. We tossed up the idea of a membership, but we really wanted it to be like this handy kind of tool that you'd have. So when you're building out your Facebook ads, for example, you'd go, what did Maddie say about the conversion that I was meant to use there? You pick up your phone, you go into that area of the app and you rewatch that five minute like how to on how to actually then get through that next step. So not only is it training about like the principles and the strategies, but it's also a practical like troubleshooting guide essentially. So you can also then purchase all the um, tools, training and templates individually from our website. But if you want it all under one app, it's only 47 Australian dollars per month and you get every training resource template, everything that sits on our website, you get access to that through our app. That's great. And that kind of ties back to what you were saying before to educate yourself and know a little bit about something. It's perfect for them to learn all that before they dive in and work with you one-on-one. For sure. Like if you think about it, you could spend six months on the app paying 47 bucks a month and it could save you like tens of thousands of dollars just because you listen to me tell you about how to actually SEO a website or not. Exactly. And I'm sure there's loads of people out there exactly like me who won't outsource until they've learnt more about it themselves. So it's a perfect stepping stone, so to speak. Definitely. And we've just launched a new service, which is only available through the app where you can um, submit a marketing question to one of our, either it comes through to me or one of our senior marketing strategists. It's just $35 per question. So if you are doing a training and you're like, I can't figure out this one particular thing and as it relates to my brand, you can submit that question to us and we will respond with like a five-minute voice note which will detail all the answers that you would need to that question. Such a budget-friendly, helpful option for people. I love it. I have two final quick questions for you. Share one tip that makes your finances easier for you. You. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously though. A good bookkeeper that understands your business is the most valuable thing you can have. I am allergic to bookkeeping (laughs) and to have Lisa who understands my business, it's almost like she's sitting here with me in the office. Like that's how I feel like she's her and like her team are essentially part of my team because they are so ingrained into our operations. And it's the best thing that you can do in your business to have someone that understands your business to also give you sound financial advice that is tailored to your needs. Great. So if it's not your strength, your money, get someone else to help you with it so that you know you're getting it right. Even if it is your strength and you don't have time to do it, outsource it. I find that's the same with so many things, but yes, I I am with you there on the finances. 
What do you wish you did differently with your numbers in the early days? Well, I feel like you came on board quite early in my business journey. I remember when I engaged you, I'm like, oh, it's just a few bits to reconcile. And you checked out my books and you came back and said, this is actually a rescue project. (laughs) So (laughs) fortunately, Lisa rescued me early on in the piece. But the only thing I would maybe say is like, be over generous with how much money you're putting away for tax time because it's always better to have too much in that bank account sitting there in order to pay your, like your tax bill rather than not enough. There was one year that I did, I think that was the same year that you came on board, Lisa, I did get hit with a larger than normal tax bill and like I will never make that mistake ever again. Great. That is such an important one that we talk about all the time and share with our clients. Save for your bass and your taxes. Save more than you're expecting for. So thank you for sharing those two tips or insights. Now, of course, all Maddie and Birdcage's contact details are in the show notes. Maddie, what is your favorite platform? And I think I already know the answer for people to connect with you on. Well, actually to connect with me, it's best to do it through Instagram, through DMs, because I don't actually have DMs turned on on my TikTok because I was finding it too difficult to manage so many channels. But if you want to engage with my content, the really real stuff comes through my TikTok. Like I'm brutally honest, I'm very real about what happens in our business And then our Instagram is more reserved for like free tips and tricks that we share and also behind the scenes of the team in general. And if you DM through the Birdcage Instagram, then I'm still sitting on the end of that and you can chat to me there. Amazing. You know me. I love all things marketing and learning as much as I can. I may not get it right all the time. So I'm really glad to have you to lean on because I know how important it is to get it right else your business just won't grow the way you want it to. And that's what it's all about. So I really want to thank you so much for being with us today and for everyone listening and soaking up all this marketing and positivity that is Maddie. So thank you so much, Maddie. No problem. Thank you for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. (laughs) So don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already so you don't miss any more episodes of this season. And I would be so super happy if you left a review so that this can reach and teach other business owners how to grow their business and financials. I will catch you next week with more short and snackable fun numbers matters. 